casual listener. Um, we're back this week, definitely somber um, from the news of an entrepreneur from Cali that I look up to. Um, he's also a rapper. Nipsey Hussle has passed away due to gun violence and more specifically he was the casualty of a nigga moment um there's so much jealousy around when people see you and they can see your light they can see what you're bringing to the world they can see what you bring into the community um they want to be you they see every part of how you affect the people closest to you and the most dangerous people a lot of times are the ones that came up with you and seen you do it from the mud um the fact about Nick Nipsey Hussle that just breaks me up is that even though he was a part of the Crips and that has such a negative undertone based off of what we see in the news and everything he was trying to change how people saw the Crips yeah they they started off in such a, a negative light but when you saw Nip the thing you got from him was don't judge me at my worst take me at my best I'm showing you who I really am through the music through the community activism through putting his money where his mouth is and in the bible they say you can tell a man's heart by where he puts his money and to be honest with you everything that I saw Nip really excited about and invested in and his uh interviews and when people would talk to him it was always about giving back always about educating always about empowering the community to not be where it was and to show us some type of other way to come up um one of the greatest things that i got from nipsey hustle was just ownership 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 he preached ownership he preached equity we don't want to be um the face of your business if we can't have ownership in your business we don't want to promote you if you're not going to give us ownership and what you're bringing you want us to bring to the table because he understood that the black culture has made people billions of dollars but when you look at black people in that culture not many of them are actually wealthy a lot of them have been given things cars jewelry rented homes to look apart to look very very wealthy but when you peel back the layers of most of these so-called rich folks they're doing better than your average person in the hood but they're not in positions to make changes. They're not in positions to stand up for themselves if they feel taken advantage of. They're not in situations where they can call the shots 
and portray their own image. A lot of these people are being told what to say. Um, I think Nipsey's life being cut short is such a crazy example of when do you leave the hood? Should you leave the hood? Is there any real benefit in staying around the hood? Or will Nipsey's life always point to see, it's exactly why you can't help these people. This is exactly why you you should just get your money and get out of there. Send, send them some money but don't come around. Don't show your face because you're putting yourself in harm's way. Um, based off of everything that's coming out about the situation, a lot of the conspiracy theories were because he was, you know, involved in the Dr. Sebi situation that the pharmaceutical money wanted him silenced. And honestly I could I could understand that you know what I'm saying like Nipsey Hussle has such an influence that if he told his community look we ain't eating meat no more we going plant-based we not going to the doctors no more we just going to change our diet I believe a lot of folks would have changed their lifestyle and also inevitably change their life. And a lot of these Doritos and Cheetos eating folks whose brain is just strangled by um, poor eating habits and they're always drained and they never have energy. You would have given them the keys to life. And our bodies, like if we equate our bodies to cars, our bodies need 93 premium, but all most people is eating is 87. Yeah, that truck or car will run on 87, but how effective will it be? It'll never reach its peak performance because it's not being fed the right thing. And the pharmace- pharmaceutical companies understand there's no profit in a cure. There's only a profit in helping people feel better in their broken situation. Um, Dr. Sebi, in Nipsey's defense, even I believe he was taken out by the government. So some of these conspiracy theories around Nipsey Hussle and I mean, we've seen the government in many cases, if you if you look at history, I mean, even look what happened to Malcolm X. They got one of his own to kill him. So it's not far-fetched to believe that they found somebody in the hood who they said got caught snitching. So he was already an informant. It's not far-fetched that the government was like, you know what? We don't want... Nipsey spreading all this good cheer. We ain't had no gang violence in a long, long, long time on like a massive scale where it's like gangs warring against each other. Let's go ahead and pop that back off 
to incite some eugenics. Let's cleanse the population again. Let's get these fools out here shooting each other because we think less of them. And the, the world will be a better place without them. So that's a narrative that I don't want to give any more light, but I can definitely see, you know, that situation. But the more likelihood is that here comes little snitch Eric Holder allegedly coming into the establishment because we don't know if this guy actually did it so I'm going to just say allegedly he comes into the establishment Nipsey is like nah you can't be from around here no more you you got caught snitching your papers is speaking for you blah 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 you know it ran him off the block and when I was talking to my cousin he kind of reiterated the fact that to some people that block is their whole life that's all these people have to live for the second they wake up is man I'm about to run on the block grab me some little weed roll up try to move some product drugs and figure out how to catch a lick and deep down I feel like in Eric Holder's heart when Nipsey told him, you're not, you're not gang no more, you're not part of this set, that hit him in places his ego couldn't handle, you know what I'm saying, and he was so small-minded that he couldn't accept the truth about himself, so he went home and did what all small-minded people do, they react with violence. And in a split second, not only did he take Nipsey's hustle's life, he took away a son from a mother and a father. He took away a brother from Black Sam. He took away a soulmate from Lauren London. He took away a father from Nipsey's kids. He took away a leader, a king, and Crenshaw and Slauson. He took away hope from the hopeless. Here's a man who literally was a gang member and an entrepreneur, making entrepreneurship cool to the hood, making them have titles and sayings and slang like, look, let's buy the, let's buy the block back. Let's stop gentrification from happening again. We already know they're going to come and grab our land at some point, but why not own it and keep it for ourselves? He took all of that in a split second. And what I want a lot of people to, to understand is some people out here are so low with self-esteem, so utterly hopeless for achieving any greatness in their life that to attach themselves to your legacy in the most egregious and destructive way by taking your life they have placed themselves on your platform forcibly everything Nipsey stood for was about community and everything Eric Holder 
allegedly stood for was himself. It was selfish to take his life. It was selfish to attach himself to such a great man's legacy. It was selfish. But when your mind is so small, you don't even, you can't understand the repercussions of your actions. Now, I've heard that two of his family have been killed. He got two of his family members killed because he wanted to act a fool. And I'm calling, if anybody from the West Coast hears this, man, the government, the devil, that's what they want. They want you to go back out and kill each other. They want innocent lives gone. And truthfully, I don't even think Nipsey would want anybody else dying over his death. I think what he would want is for us to finish his mission that he started. To buy our blocks back. To establish ourselves financially in the community. To not be, a scare, to not be scared to invest in where we came from. But incidences like this make it so hard for the ones that are wealthy and who make it out to even come back. It makes it difficult when we really sit around and think about, okay, I got a chance to buy a franchise. Where do I want to put it? Do you really want to put your business in the hood? Do you? If it ain't a chicken joint, uh, you know, just the regular liquor store, the hood, if it ain't what the degenerates want, do you even want to, like, start showing them different things? Because, truthfully, even me, if I had a business, I would want to frequent my business. I would want to not feel no type of way popping up and seeing what's going on. But as people ascend to better financial heights, it's only natural that you want to distance yourself from people who have less to lose than you. And truthfully, Nipsey Hussle was a king surrounded by the peasants. And that's no disrespect. He was a king that was not afraid to touch the people. And just like Jesus coming and touching the people, there's usually a, a large consequence to being so accessible. And I think you have to make up in your mind, are you willing to die to save the hood? Are you willing to die to help people that don't even want to help themselves. And truthfully, at this point, I think that's a hard thing to ask of anybody. And the next leader that rises up, like a Nipsey Hussle, we have to protect that man as if he was our president. The way these, you know, the, the government puts all of the secret security, they put lines, they make sure that you can't just walk up to the president and touch him. I feel like we need to protect our black leaders the same way. Nipsey Hussle should have never been that accessible. 
and I know he's humble and he was a man of the community. Neighborhood Nip was one of his um, aliases, but at the end of the day, it cost him his life. It cost his family and friends somebody near and dear to them, a leader. And I just feel like as black people, we just got to do better, man. When we see young brothers out here that's a genius from the hood, he, he was a financial genius. To come from where he came from and to make it to where he made it and to bring situations to his own community to better it, when there were so many other people from Los Angeles that could have been doing what Nipsey did for the community, but they turned their back on the hood. Now they living up in the hills. And it's like, can we blame them? <laughs> can we blame Dr. Dre for uh, donating $70 million to USC, a predominantly white school? Can we blame him? I'm going to blame him a little bit because $70 million, he could have took $10 million and gave him to all the HBCUs or at least a good portion of them. But... I'll, I'll digress on that because it's about Nipsey right now. Um, black people, this is exactly why we need fathers to raise their sons. We don't need gangs to raise, to raise these kids because gangs, that gang life will do this to you. We need fathers to, you want to sleep with all these women, you want to create these babies man stick around and be a man and be a father don't lay down with her if you can't deal with her mouth have enough respect for your body to, to figure out where your precious seed is going evaluate how much your seed is worth to you and then ask yourself would I give this person uh, a lifelong million dollar contract if you couldn't see her wanting to see her sign that contract it's a no and the same thing go for women do you really want to carry the seed of somebody who's not going to fulfill their duties in this million dollar contract that you got to raise this kid from zero to really like 25 30 because a lot of these people not even leaving the house until that age so we just got to make better decisions as black people man like our community, we are destroyed, like the Bible says, for the lack of knowledge, man. The lack of knowledge. Nip was worth more to us alive than dead, man. But one idiot, one idiot who had his ego bruised, who couldn't just go home and chill out, had to come back and end this brother's life for absolutely no reason. A, a discussion gone wrong. Really? Really? Man, I cry real tears for Nip. Because I saw a lot of myself in him. I saw a lot of my, 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 my boy Miguel. I saw a lot of Nipsey and Miguel. I see a lot of Nipsey and my little brother. I see... I just, like, just seeing who Nipsey was, like, it just... Like, it was like, I didn't, I never even met this man, but I know he had this heart that was just like, man, I'm willing to give back. I'm willing to share my knowledge with you. 
and for his life to get cut so short it also begs the, the thing of man this world is wicked and one of the things God revealed to me is that when you got a good heart sometimes we really forget how evil evil really is we really forget how evil and wicked people really are and when we think we got something and you know you ascend to king level like like Nipsey sometimes you forget who you really are by trying to keep that humble now I'm just I'm neighborhood Nip I'm from around same place we all bruh you riding Maybachs you got M's in the bank you are facilitating projects that are educating the disenfranchised youth in STEM programs you about to create the next Silicon Valley you you need to move like a king you need to keep security around you need to not get so comfortable when you moving around the the lower people in your kingdom and I think a lot of times humble people lose the fact that when somebody doesn't have as much to lose as you it doesn't pay to be around them and not everything is about money but I mean your life is even worth more than money and do you really want to lose that by not putting some barriers of entry over your life and I want to leave this with these with these young brothers that's listening to my program when you get something you need to really evaluate who you letting get close to you and I say that and I'm going to leave y'all with this story. So when I first started my company, it's this dude that I went to school with. Um, never really had too much of a problem with him, but he always, always, always had a problem with me. No matter what I did, I was always nice to this dude. Um, I even, like, before, you know, we had a falling out, I used to uh, pick him up. And we used to go to, uh, I used to drive him to school, you know, like I used to give him game, you know, help him out with, with, with projects, uh, at school, just like really showing love. But the, but he had an issue with me. And when I started to figure that out, I distanced myself from him and he took that a whole nother way and he held a grudge. And when we got to college, this dude still was talking negative about me. And I'm just like, what have I ever done to this dude? Like, what have I ever even, I never even came to him with no negative energy. I don't even talk about this dude. Like, why every time I turn around, I'm hearing from people, hey, yo, such and such said this about you. And... One day, after I had started my cleaning company, I normally don't go around this area like that, but I was around Iverson Mall. It's a lot better now or whatever. And I was going to the bank because I had to uh, pay a couple of my uh, workers for a job that I was doing on a Saturday. 
and I'm coming out the bank and I see the dude, he coming out of the parking garage and he run up on me, hey, 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 what's good, what's good? And I'm like, yo, what's up? I don't even know why this man still had a beef with me at this point, but he pulls a gun and goes, I'm allowing you to live today, so have a blessed day, and he just walked off, and at that time, I was like, you know, thinking to myself, man, he always flexing this, that, and the third, but when this Nipsey Hussle situation happened, God brought that back to my remembrance and was like, I really saved your life that day because... That dude was going through so much in his in his in his mind that he wanted anybody to die. And when he saw you, he would have easily taken you out of here. But for some reason, God calmed his spirit and didn't allow him to just out of nowhere just release his anger and just take me out of this world. And that's how I know. You got to have God on your side. You got to understand who your spirit and what your spirit needs to be linked to. And it's the most high. It's, it's Jesus Christ. And a lot of people don't have a hedge of protection around them. A lot of people don't have people pleading the blood of Jesus on them. And I'm not saying Nipsey Hussle didn't. I'm just saying for those of you that are still alive, Man, when you feel something in your spirit, somebody telling, you know, somebody name just pop up in your mind, man, just pray for that person immediately. You don't even got to know what it is. Just say, Lord, man, bless uh, such and such. Watch them, heal them, put a hedge of protection around them and understand whose name these demons tremble under. It ain't Buddha. It ain't Confucius. It's Jesus Christ, man. And that's that's some real truth uh, for you. Like I said, this this new business casual segment, um, I'm about to lose a lot of followers because I'm really, like, keeping it 100. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to gain a core base that understands uh, how this world really works. And I would love for people to share this word um, and I do want to just say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, I'm pleading the blood over his family that they have a peace that surpasses understanding right now in these troubling times. That they understand that time heals all. That Nipsey left them an amazing foundation for them to stand on and to not take this and let his death go in vain finish the mission, finish what uh, your father, your brother, your soul may finish what he did, you know, for you, and um, with that, I just want to say thank you for listening, thank you for tuning in, um, and I will get back to you next week, all right, peace. Peace.